podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all about you. One yeah. time. I'm going to say it's all about yeah, you. For the right. that yeah. it's all about you. It's you. all about you. Yeah. Drew Allen in the house. Yeah. 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 It's all about you. Yeah, I'm going to say it's all about you. But you're not lying. This is Brandon yeah. Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt, joined by... Jeremy Phoenix, I'm in the building. building. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. You are now tuned into the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. We are now doing pop culture. Hit you with the pop, pop. And today we are going back to the well to do Am I the Apple? Am I the Apple for not having catering at my wedding? Me female 28 and my fiance male 30 just got married two months ago and we had our dream wedding everything was perfect and i mean everything my parents and his parents helped us pay for a great chunk of the wedding so we would be debt free and we are so eternally grateful for that the issue rose about a month and a half ago when my aunt started posting on facebook about how disappointed she was with the whole ordeal and a few guests sided with her Background, my fiance and I are huge Disney fans, and we trans- we travel to Disney World as much as we can throughout the year. Disney is such an important part, not only to us, but also our marriage. The issue was with our decision to not offer catering services, bar services, at our wedding due to routing the money towards having a wedding Minnie and Mickey make appearances at our special day. The call to have both Minnie and Mickey for a good chunk of time 30 minutes each was almost exactly what our parents allotted for our catering budget. So we scheduled an appearance during our first dance and our wedding photos. Forgoing serves food, though there was plenty of facilities at the venture, sorry, at the venue where people could eat. My parents were still supportive of us, but everyone else is being very passive aggressive about it on Facebook. Am I the apple? Edit. To those asking if the guests were warned, we clearly outlined in the invitations that there was food available at the venue. We didn't exactly spell out every restaurant's menu, but it was certainly mentioned there were also vending machines available throughout. Jeremy, is this woman... Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes! <laughs> Where do they find these people, Jeremy? Where do they find these people? These people who have the nerve to write in like they don't know. Oh, you don't know? They don't know. Come they, on. They don't know. I knew as soon as they walked in. <laughs> as soon. I'm telling Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Brandon, they gonna say we had our dream wedding. First and foremost, dream wedding. Never said we was a little short on funds. We had to throw something together. No, you ain't say that. Dream wedding. Your dream wedding included everybody being hungry. So, no, I get it. 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 If you're having a wedding and you want to do Mickey and Minnie at your wedding and you want to uh, not feed people, but you need to clearly outline that. Hey, they, hey, some finger food or or whatever. We said there were food food available. Now nah, you ain't look because this. You know what? The reason why this is so important is because if you don't want to feed people, that's fine. It's your wedding. You want to have Mickey Minnie? It's your wedding. Just let me know so I can leave my gift 
at home so I can go get my money back for my gift. I'm traveling to where you are. You go to Disney a couple times a year because so it doesn't really sound like you're short on money. So that's fine. But look, I ain't getting you nothing. If I show up, be happy. And I showed up and I was there to, par- uh, to be a part of your wedding. I'm not getting you a gift. You done lost your mind. Yeah, but you see, couldn't even complain about people not getting them gifts, Jeremy. They're simply asking, are they the apples? For yes, because having- people got because people got them gifts, Brandon. Brandon, they it was a dream wedding because they got gifts because they forgot to leave out they wasn't feeding nobody. Let them let no everybody show up without a gift and they ain't got a penny and they ain't got a gift. What she would have been saying a dream wedding. She said, "Am I the apple? My 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 wedding was the H word." <laughs> These people don't lost their mind. Look, there's a reason why you get your bridesmaids and your groomsmen a gift for being bridesmaids and groomsmaids because they went out of their way to get these suits and to be there. There's a reason why you feed your guests. Yeah, there's a reason why you feed your guests because they're coming from far and wide, taking the day off from doing whatever. Whether they took the day off work, whether they didn't, whether they could have just been home with the kids. They got up, they got dressed, they got showered, they put their good clothes on, they drove however long to come support you. All they wanted was a little measly meal. I don't care if it was some Hot Pockets. You didn't serve them nothing? Come on now. Come on that's, now. That's this, my thing. No, you said, no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Like, you could have, to me, you're going to say we made it clear that there were other options for food. I don't care what you made clear. What I know what I know from a lifetime of experience is when you're getting married, you're going to provide something to eat, something. Unless you say we're not providing anything to eat. That's the problem in this situation to me. You weren't clear. You weren't obvious. I wonder, what if he said on the wedding day, there's a lot of ring vendors around. <laughs> a there's, lot a lot ring vendors. around there's a lot of what around? Ring vendors. Like diamond ring vendors around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would she yeah. have been so happy? No, it's just no, funny. I mean, he people are crazy. People are crazy. You want to have your dream wedding? Fine. But you can't be upset when people are upset that you left them out because you chose you over everyone else, which is fine, but you can't complain because that's what you chose. Yep. I know it's all about you. It's all about you. I know it's all about you. But the one little thing you do have to provide for other people during your dream wedding is something to eat. Point blank, period. I feel like that's it, Jay. I don't feel like I have anything else to offer about this situation. What do you about do you do you feel like that's no, it? You're no, no, that's a that's a wrap. And if you disagree, then disagree somewhere else, okay? You can disagree here if you want, but it just makes you an apple. That's all that it does. So gone and with the disagreeing, just makes you an apple also. That's it for pop culture from the Raspy Voice Kids. Holla at your boys. Raspy Voice! More than 100 schools available from Home Field Apparel. If you like comfortable clothes, check them out. They are a partner with the Raspy Voice Kids and the 1012 Network. Use our code RASPY12, R-A-S-P-Y-12, for a discount on your first order. 15%. Go get it. Tell them we sent you. Current and former athletes, members of the athletic department, and of course the best fans in the country all make up a very special group we like to call the Cyclone Family. Join me, Jamie Steyer Johnson, as I bring you closer to the people that make Iowa State unique each week on the Cyclone Family Podcast. 
Some names you may know, while others may be new to you, but one thing's for sure, this is one family reunion you won't want to miss. Each week on the Cyclone Family Podcast. I got five on it. The Raspy Voice Kids got five on it. Once again, we're back in the building. I am Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt, joined by Jeremy Nicholas Phoenix. We got five questions. We're going to finish with five answers. Get ready. Jordan, take it away. What's up, RVK fans? This is your host, Jordan Ty Curry, for the segment of I Got Five on It with the Raspy Voice Kids. The Raspy Voice Kids have five fill-in-the-blank answers, so let's start off with the first blank. I blank wish our decommits well. I definitely wish our decommits well. These are not people who sign on a dotted line to play for West Virginia. These are not people who have played for West Virginia and looked to greener pastures for no good reason at all. These are people who made a decision very prematurely, typically, and have decided that somewhere else is better for them. So I definitely wish these teenagers well in whatever they endeavor from here on out. Yeah, not me. I definitely do not wish RD commits well. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm not sitting here. I wish harm or wish bad things for them. Point is, I don't care. If you do well, great. If you don't, great. There's plenty in the world, people, plenty of players, plenty of people, uh, athletes who aren't going to be, you know, superstars or not going to have great lives. Do I wish that on them? No, but I don't care because I don't know you, man. That's the thing. Even in my everyday life, if I know you, I wish you well. If I if I know the kind of person you are, man, I have a long and prosperous life. If I don't know you, there's plenty of terrible people in the world. And maybe I hope you're not, you know, you don't have a terrible life, but I'm not going to wish. I don't know, Brandon. I just don't feel the same way because I don't know you. For me, it's more of a, look, you ain't pick us. Hey, whatever happens, happens. You know, I don't wish anything bad, but I also don't wish them well. Number two, Alec Manoa's stats through 30 games has me feeling blank. Has me feeling like a Mountaineer Cy Young. We got John Means. We've got other guys in the league up there doing their thing at the show. But nobody is doing it better than Alec Manoa. The man is nasty. Straight filthy. Bringing filth on a regular basis. In ERA under two. He's got me feeling like a Cy Young is possible. Barring injury. Barring a collapse. Alec Manoa has me feeling like a Mountaineer Cy Young. Yes, sir. It has me feeling amazing. The things that he's doing through 30 games, his nine strikeouts per nine innings. I knew I felt like he was going to be good because of the way he performed at WVU. And, you know, in basketball and football, you know, our our, uh, pro athletes sometimes perform and sometimes don't. I didn't expect this. This kid is balling. This kid is showing the pedigree. This kid is doing everything that I dreamed of. And I love it, and it's amazing. Number three. Best Virginia getting Devin E. Banks on the roster is blank. Too little, too late. 
Now, I hate to say this because I love Best Virginia. I love what Kevin Jones has done as the GM. I love what John Flowers has done as the promoter. I love what they've done as players, as individuals, what they've done on their own career, and what they've done for the state of West Virginia, Final Fours, and Best Virginia, and beyond. But Devin Ebanks is not at the height of his career. He's at the end of his career. Had he been here three or four years ago, much different scenario. But I think it's just a little too late, and it's a little too little for the Mountaineers, for the best Virginia team. So that's what I'm going to say. I think it's too little, too late. I think it's huge for me because I think because it was, uh, like I always say, wingspan. Um, I don't know where he is in his career. I haven't followed him that closely. I know what he was at West Virginia. And if he could be anything like he was at West Virginia, defensively, he's going to be a problem. Uh, I think it's big for us. I think it's huge for us. But even bigger is we need a guard who can really change the game, who can really put the ball in the hoop, who can really put pressure on defenses. That's where I saw us lacking. So we got one spot shored up with Ebanks. I mean, think about it. Flowers, Ebanks, and and Kevin Jones. Tell me that's not a, a, a backcourt or frontcourt. I always get them mixed up who the big men front are. Big, front court. Okay. Front court that just makes you smile with Mountaineer glory. But uh, we, we got more to go, man. This can't be it. This can't be it. Number four. West Virginia having the lowest percentage of returning minutes in the NCAA is blank. Not a surprise. It is most certainly not a surprise that West Virginia returns the least amount of minutes in the country because we saw and we knew players were leaving. We saw and we knew players were going to come in. We knew there was going to be overturn on the roster turnover on the roster and here we are new players new attitudes new talent so it's not a surprise to me yeah not surprising at all it's not surprising like i said everybody leaves you got to get somebody in so now that we have all these transfers i mean they ain't nobody's played any minutes and i think it's a little misleading a tiny bit just because emmett matthews comes back granted last year he did not play for west virginia but he has played a ton of minutes starting for Coach Bobby Huggins. So that changes things a little bit because we have a guy who's better in the program, who's better around. But the majority of them, this is new. It's all new. And by the way, this is how it goes in college sports right now. With the transfer portal, um, with people leaving early, uh, but especially the transfer portal, this is how it may be for some programs. And we're just getting a, feeling, a feel of how it's going to be. Now, everybody leaving at this exact time in a massive amount, I don't think it's going to happen every year. But this year, that's the way it worked out. So it's not surprising, but we got what we got. And if we're going to be what we're going to be, we're going to have to play ball, get on, get on board, and figure it out early. Number five. Cincinnati is blank arrival to WVU. Cincinnati is definitely a rival to West Virginia University. Now, why do I say that, Jeremy? Why do I say definitely? It's about proximity. It's about timing. It's about logistics. Cincinnati and the Big 12, a distance of just about five hours, I believe, between Morgantown and Cincinnati. The fact that Cincinnati with Luke Fickle has just come off an undefeated season and in a playoff appearance. The fact that Cincinnati is joining the Big 12 and will be the closest team to West Virginia University means that they are definitely a rival. It's a new age rival. It's not an old grizzled rival. It's not Pitt, Virginia Tech, Maryland. It's not that, but it's new age. And they are definitely fitting that bill. 
Absolutely not. I'm not calling nobody rival till they earned it. It's just like a nickname. I ain't giving nobody a nickname till they've earned it. Okay, that's not true with me. Yeah, but, I was about to say. But, but, but as a rival, look, we've won, what, 16 out of 19 games? We've won the majority of them. I, I don't know if it's 16, maybe it's eight, uh, 15 out of 18. It, it's something like that. No, it's 16, beat to us three, at, 16 to 3. It's a handful of times they beat us. You ain't our rival till you get on our level. I know you went to the CFP. But now you in our conference again. Let's see if they can make look, There's a good chance they can make this into a rivalry. It, because, like you said, because of proximity, because there's somebody familiar, somebody we've played a lot of times uh, compared to the rest of the Big 12. But you are not just getting a rival handed to you without doing something. You ain't just going to come in here like TCU in the Big 12 and just all of a sudden get anointed and crowned. Do something, baby boy. You come in here and you win three out of 12 games. I'm not calling you my rival if we smash you. Excuse me, when we smash you. All right? Earn something. Do something. Say it to my face. Well, that does it for I Got Five on it. Time to move on because it's time to go win. Right, baby boys. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in. Get buckled up, put your gear on, because we going in. I am Jeremy Nicholas Phoenix. I'm here with my brother. Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate it. And we're going in on all types of subjects, all types of things, uh, all kinds of little things swirling, even though it's not quite football season yet. People moving out, people moving in. Wow. Because, because, because. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Anyway, we're ready to get to it, man. We've had uh, we've had some signings, and we let one get away. Brandon, tell us about the dude who got away. Uh, didn't you just tell me he was going to Arizona? Uh, well, Courtney Ramey has not made a decision yet, but it looks like he's going to choose Arizona. It was down to Arizona and West Virginia, according to multiple outlets, according to multiple reports. But it's looking like he's going to end up a wildcat. You can't fault him. Whatever, make your own decisions. Um. And I'm not mad at somebody who decides not to transfer in conference, but Courtney Ramey's getting what he wants out West. It sounds like we'll be pleasantly surprised if he makes a decision otherwise. And our basketball team should be all right. Uh, hopefully is all right without him. So that's what, do what you happens. Mean all right? Like, what does that mean to you? I don't know. I was actually just saying it so I can move on to my next topic. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> real, talk, real talk i don't know i like i said i've, I've said this a few times in the last few weeks I, I really honestly don't know if our team is going to be all right or not bring them all in and let's see if they actually ball i know there's a lot of people excited about the little pieces that we're getting all these transfers that we're getting in but like i said until they put it together and show me on the court i don't know and i'm talking about in the big 12 conference i don't know so literally when i said that i was purely just trying to move on to the next subject i wanted to talk about but let's move on <laughs> Speaking of people committing or going places and leaving places, man, I, see, I had his name earlier. The West Virginia recruit who decommits from us, who decides to move on. His mother came out and gave us, you know, a yeah, really yeah. nice, Calhoun, a really Calhoun. well Calhoun. His mother came out and gave us a really uh, nice word. I saw it on Twitter. Just showing love to the Mountaineer faithful and the Mountaineer fans to talk about how hard it is. And I've seen people, you know, some people being 
traditional Mountaineer fans who were upset. And then I saw some Mountaineer fans who wished them well and say, hey, you know, do you. We wish you well and continue on. Which kind of that's what brought up my I got five on a question. Do you wish our decommits well, Brandon? When you think about this situation, is this a situation where you're like, hey, you know what, young man, I hope everything goes well with you? Yeah, for sure, Jeremy. This guy, it looks like it's a hometown team calling, and he he's going to make the answer. Like, and I can't be mad at that. I don't get mad at players who don't throw us under the bus. So if you threw us under the bus, like like uh, Winston Wright did, Winston Wright threw us under the bus. Tyke Smith threw us under the bus. Said bad things about our program, about our coaching staff. Those guys, I don't wish well. I don't wish harm, but I don't wish well. Whatever happens, happens. It's their business, none of mine. This guy just made it. He made a choice early on because West Virginia, according to his mom, showed a lot of interest, more interest than anyone else, and he made a commitment early. And that's always a recipe for disaster. Not always, but often a recipe for disaster because when you get the offer you're really looking for, you might change your mind. And that's what happened in this situation. So I wish him the best. Good for him. Get what Man, you I want. Don't, look, look, look. I don't. I don't look. You got to do what's best for you. I don't. I don't get that twisted. But on the flip side, man, I, wishing well is a strong thing. I don't wish harm on him, but I wish him well. I don't know this dude. I Like I said, I don't I don't care about this dude. Real talk, he's a name on a piece of paper right now. I didn't get to know him. I didn't get to, you know, hear his backstory. I didn't get to hear, you know what I mean? So I don't really know you. So I'm not sitting here telling you I wish you well. I don't wish harm. Um, it's and for me another thing is so you decide to pick another school which is fine with me but as a school who offered you first that you committed to first it's almost like you know if you make plans to go somewhere with somebody and then the last minute like oh i can't make it then you look online and they were somebody else with some other people because they decided to bail on your offer because they got a better offer look i'm not hating on him i'm just saying you did us dirty you really did even though I understand doing what's best for you. So I'm not going to wish you well on the back end. I'm not saying, oh, you know what? I hope this kid's all American. No, I'm not going to wish you bad, but I don't care. Like out of sight, out of mind. I'm rocking with the players who are here. I'm rocking with the Mountaineers who sign. I'm rocking with the Mountaineers who put the jersey on and stay here. Yes, that's important. The very last part and stay here. So that's the way I feel. Yeah, that makes sense to me. But like I said, I feel how I feel. I get what you're saying, though. Decommits somebody who committed, played the ball all the way through at West Virginia, did his thing at West Virginia, put on for the regionals in Morgantown. Now that boy is up in Toronto with Drake hanging out somewhere, I bet. Alec Minogue, Brandon, dude, dude, dude is balling through 30 games. Let me give you some of his stats. Actually, I was looking for it earlier, couldn't find it, but he is 15-3 through 30 MLB starts, 2.77 ERA. Uh, 9.4 strikeouts per nine innings. And he got that 0.998 whip. What does whip mean? I don't know, but it must be high because they put that stat out there. Dude is straight up balling, Brandon. Did you ever think Alec Manoa was going to be this good? Uh, no, no way. I did not realize he's going to be this good. I, I thought he would be good, but I did not realize he would be this good. And by the way, whip is the sum of a pitcher's walks and hits divided by his total innings pitched. And nobody has more advanced stats than baseball, it seems. Absurd. Um, I did not know Alec Manoa would be this good. I thought he would be good. I didn't know he would be possible Cy Young in his second season good. I didn't realize he would strike the fear of God in, in hitters good. But that's where we are. Alec Manoa is doing his thing. 
and he's making us proud. He's making Randy Maisie proud. He's putting our baseball team on the map. And it's really an astonishing thing to watch because he's a down-to-earth guy. He's a humble guy. He's a happy guy. We had him on the show, and he was happy when he was here. His girlfriend shows love to the RVK. He shows love to the RVK. His mom shows love to the RVK. All things that are unnecessary, but it just makes me root for him even harder. And his ERA, Jeremy, as of today, actually, is 1.82. Love it. So he's love doing it. his How thing. How can you not love Alec Manoa if you're a Mountaineer fan? <clears throat> he is repping the gold and the blue. He's out there doing it. I don't want to say very rarely, but like a lot of our players don't have success in the pro leagues. Something goes wrong. Somebody gets hurt. Somebody gets injured. Things aren't sustainable. And yeah, Alec Manoa right now is doing his thing. I love it each and every second, every time he comes on, every time they show him on SportsCenter. It makes me swell with pride, and I love it because he is ours. Say what you want. He is ours. He's a Mountaineer forever. He's one of those you could say once a Mountaineer, always a Mountaineer because he did it the correct way, finished his time here, and shows love, man. I love it. I absolutely love it, man. And uh, if I wasn't a Mets fan, I'd be all about the the, the Blue Jays. Toronto, man. Mainst- yeah, me too. I'm the same way, and I wish he was a Met, but I'm okay with the fact that he's not. I'm glad he's doing his thing in the six. Hopefully, Drake shows him the kind of love that Drake shows almost all Toronto players because he's earned it and he deserves it. Anything else, Jay? Speaking of uh, players who have shown uh, that they are Mountaineer, once a Mountaineer, always a Mountaineer, there's a lot of them who play for Best Virginia. That's right. Brandon, TBT is right around the corner. July 24th, in the middle, 27th. In the middle of nothing going on, it couldn't have been more perfectly placed, this basketball tournament. And it couldn't be more perfectly placed than being in Charleston. And they just announced another dude coming back. A dude we all know. A dude who's a Mountaineer great. Devin E. Banks. Back in the building. Back on the roster. What kind of impact do you think it'll have? Well, he's got championship pedigree. He's been playing ball in the Middle East. He's played ball lots of places, and he's been successful in almost all of them. John Flowers, same way, competing for championships where he is. Um, and anytime you add somebody who's got championship pedigree, when you're playing for something like what you're playing for in the TBT, it only makes you better. I think it's a little too little too late because Devin Ebanks is on the tail end of his career. He's going out of his career. You think about it, Jeremy, that Final Four run was 12 years ago, 2010. Not saying that he doesn't have anything left in the tank, because I'm sure he does. It would just it would have been nice to have him at his peak in his prime. So you get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. That's what I used to tell my kids. Um, and I'm happy that he's here. I'm happy he's going to do his thing. I'm excited to see what he does for Best Virginia. And hopefully when we get to Charleston, we'll be able to get him on the show, because that's one of the few people we haven't had on the show. I, I like it. I really like it. Like I said, I don't know if he's the old Devin E. Banks, but thinking of that lineup, Kevin Jones, Ebanks, and Flowers. I think it'll have an impact. Um, man, and for nostalgia reasons, if you're a Mountaineer, you got to love it. Seeing those three on the team, man, it's like the glory years all over again. Now, I think the problem was with guard. I think they needed a guard who could actually score the bucket. That's the reason why I was hoping that we'd hear something about Daxter Miles. If somehow we could pry him away, I, I mean, you know, I don't know what he's doing right now, but it would have been lovely to see a Daxter Miles who could fill up the cup. If he could have came, I, I I would feel a whole lot better about Best Virginia. 
That's not what it is right now. We did add a piece. It's big. We'll see if he can get us over the hump. I honestly don't think so, but either way, it should be fun because, like we always say, Charleston's a party. When you get to Charleston, West Virginia, and the TBT, it's a party. These dudes um, are right there. It's a different feeling. It's way more close and intimate than any other venue you've been to. It feels like you can reach out and touch them or reach out and talk to them. These are Mountaineer greats, so it's going to be a great time, but I'm glad Ebanks is on the roster. makes me feel better. makes me feel like we can make a little push. But if we could get an upgrade at guard, not upgrade, um, some support at guard, get another guard in there, I would feel even better. But that's just me. So, Brandon, Fox Sports College Basketball put out a poll. Actually, I think they uh, they got it from somewhere else. I didn't see where they got it from. But it, was, it showed that West yeah, Virginia they put together stats. Where West Virginia had the lowest, lowest percentage of returning players for any Power 5 conference team at just 7.2%. I don't think either one of us are surprised by that. I don't really think the poll means a whole lot to Mountaineer Nation since we are aware of it. But any specific feelings on seeing that? No, honestly, nothing like it doesn't surprise me. This is what we knew was going to happen. There was going to be major roster turnover. And sure enough, that's what happened. Major roster turnover. And when you do that, you're not going to bring back a lot. doesn't mean you're not bringing back talent. doesn't mean you're not bringing back uh, possibility. You're just not returning what you had last year. And when last year wasn't that great, it doesn't hurt that much at all. So that's where we are. I think that at the end of the year, if we have a spectacular year, which I know a lot of people are feeling like we are, I am not in that group. But if somehow, Brandon, we come out and we play like that and we get, you know, number two in the Big 12 with the Big 12, do something crazy. I'm going to pull back up this stat and show why Bob Huggins was ripped off not getting coach of the year, because for some reason, I don't think they're ever going to give it to him. But if he does something spectacular next year, after seeing he only brought back, he brought back the lowest uh, uh, percentage of people playing minutes. Brandon, how could you not? The stage is set. We have a great year. Look, look, just pull up his stat and say, look, just hand him his trophy. Don't even, don't even vote. Give him his trophy as coach of the year. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you include recruiting, because the last stat I saw said that they had the second best transfer class as far as recruiting is concerned of anybody in any of the conferences, anybody in major basketball. So it depends on where they pick us to finish. If they pick us to finish first or second, and we finish first or second, then he's not going to win anything. If they pick us to finish seventh, eighth, ninth out of ten, then yeah, you're right. If he does well, he deserves it. So we'll see what happens. Absolutely. That's all I got for West Virginia sports. Talk about see what happens, man. It is Wednesday night. It is game three. Uh, excuse me. We're recording here on Wednesday. So Thursday when the show comes out, game three is already going, going to be played. So, Brandon, you going to really put, you know, the brass taxes out there and, and come with a prediction for game three, Boston and Golden hey, State? Like, like, like M. Titter would say, I can't call it, Jay. I can't call it. I <laughs> thought early on Golden State would win in six. I thought Golden State would win in six. I thought Clay Thompson would be a lot better than what he's been. And he's and I just don't see I don't I don't know what to expect. Clay Thompson's been a shell of himself. Draymond has been nothing offensively. You're playing in Boston where role players will play better at home. So you expect guys from the Celtics to do better than what they've done so far. Um, I just don't know what to expect. I'm going to be watching. 
I'm going to be watching, but I don't know what to expect. Steph Curry's been doing his thing this entire, well, the first two games. Um, we will see. We'll see if Golden State, if Andrew Wiggins, uh, if the rest of those guys in Golden State can play the game they played out west on the East Coast. But I don't know what to call it, Jay. I just can't call I it. I don't, I honestly don't think that it's necessarily offensively. Steph Curry had points. Um, the role players at Golden State scored a little bit. Pool went off a little bit in the second half. But the truth is, the difference between the first game and the second game was not scoring, Brandon. It was defense. Both games, Golden State scored 107 and 104. There's no real change uh, for the blowouts game two. The change, what caused the blowout was they played defense. First game, they gave up 120. Second game, they gave up 88 points. So now here we are. We already know who won and lost on Thursday. If you're listening to this, you'll know. Um, It comes down to who can play defense. Who can actually play defense? Can Gold State keep playing defense? Or is is like uh, the Celtics being at home going to give them a little bit more confidence to score the bucket? I don't know. Um, this 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 uh, this matchup also comes down to coaching, and that's what sank in. It comes down to defense and coaching. What adjustments Steve Kerr and them make? I'm taking Steve Kerr over Yudoka all day. If it comes down to um, the tinkering that you can do. Uh, the defensive looks that you can give. I'm going with Steve Kerr all day. So we'll see. Know, game th- go ahead. Go, go on game three. Game three. You know what? I'm going to limb. I'm going to say Golden State in the close one. You know, Udoka has the X factor, though, Jay. Missoula. No, Jeremy. Missoula Abandada. No. Missoula Nia Long. Nia Long. I thought I needed a Nia Long. We all need a knee along. He got one. Jeremy, he might just have the golden ticket. I've got the golden ticket. You never know. It might be enough to push him over the top. Or maybe he's happy and satisfied because he knows he's going home to knee along no matter what happens. You know? You just don't know. That's how I would feel. I'm telling you right now. My ambition would be gone. No interest in trying to do nothing else. Just going home to see my baby. My boo thing. Anyway, that's all we got, man. There's a lot of stuff heating up. This Deshaun Watson stuff heating up in the NFL. Uh, this <laughs> the Browns go to Browns. The DK Metcalf holding out. All kinds of stuff going on. The NFL about to be wild. But we'll wait a little while to figure out what we're going to talk about with that. Uh, but that's all I got. Obviously, the NHL playoffs is tied up 2-2 in the Eastern Conference Finals. Lightning and Rangers. Um, Brandon's Rangers is tied up 2-2 after going <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come back after going <laughs> so we'll see how that turns out but till then till next week man these are your boys we got you the RVK all at us Podcast Network.